Welcome to the Sooner Surge, a podcast from SurgeSportsNetwork.com. Here is the entire Sooner Surge team. Brody, Hunter, Jason, Jackson, Jeremy, and Traber. He tells it like it is, and I'm going to tell you like it is right now. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Sooner Surge. And uh, today we've got our, our podcast back. Um, and, and before we get started with today's podcast, we're going to talk about uh, NFL draft. We had Oklahoma Sooners picked up a commitment today, OU softball, uh, OU baseball. We're going to talk about all that. But before we get started, we do have our official merch now available. Um, so you can find the merch. We have a link on our Twitter uh, and then on our articles, our most recent articles, the link to the merch will be there. The site to buy the merch is only open until May 7th. So go ahead and get those orders submitted. Uh, all of us here at Super Surge would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, so NFL Draft, guys. Before we start with the NFL Draft, I got a question for y'all. Because I was talking to a buddy about this. And it was in Kansas City this year, which is in close vicinity to pretty much all of us. So... Is that something you, as a fan of just football, would like to go to in person? Absolutely. You, cool? you do, Hunter? Yeah, I wish I could have won. I wish I would have won a few years ago in Dallas. Uh, they have a lot of fan experience set up. And just in general, like, being a big college fan there's always and OU, really, there's always going to be an OU player drafted. So it's cool to see that in person. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool in person. And yeah, I'm sure first, there's all kinds of sideshows and first stuff. Round, first round, I would. The, the later rounds, like everyone's already just – the only go-to would be the opening round, I would think. Germ, you know what the best moment of the draft was? The 250th James pick. Rose. James Rose. That was the best moment of the draft. James Rose. In fact, they went out there yeah. and, and called out the Eagles players – or the Eagles, but uh, Hunter brought it up. Uh, OU players always drafted. Anton Harrison was picked in the first round to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think him going in the first round was really a surprise to, to, to anyone. Yeah. And speaking of Anton Harrison, he's a guy that's going to go into Jacksonville and contribute immediately. I expect him to start with Cam Robinson being suspended for the first six games of the year, which he's the Jaguars' left tackle, I believe. But you talk about – I mean, Anson Harrison, the dude's such a, na- a natural pass protector. That's what he's great at. And we saw the Jaguars last year, especially in the second half of the year, whenever they started to gain steam and get into the playoffs, they had such an elite aerial attack led by Trevor Lawrence, throwing to Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram. So, I really, Anson Harrison's going to step into the offense and fit perfectly. And highest drafted offensive lineman since? Only first round pick ever by Bill Beatonbow as an offensive yeah, line. So that would be right. or, uh, Lane Johnson, twentieth. Hey, yeah. one thing that I, one thing that stands out to me as these OU guys got drafted is if you notice a lot of Anton Harrison right with the Jags up and coming, Marvin Mims, uh, Broncos, right? Yeah, now that that one may take a few years, but you got guys like. Uh, Morris with the Chiefs, right? So, uh, and then you have Eric Green with the Giants. But several of these, you got the Dolphins, Turk with the Dolphins. Several of these guys that got drafted are on teams that were playoff bound or on the edge of getting the playoffs. So, I think you see a lot of these guys. Uh, Eric Gray is a guy I don't think it's going to see a lot of time early on, but I do maybe see him getting eventually to be a third down back. And I think Wanye Morris is 
going to surprise some people. Andy Reid actually talked to uh, specifically Wanya Morrison, just the OU connection that the Chiefs seem to have on the offensive line. Really impressed with him. Is Gray going to not, not see that much because he's not a home run hitter? Yeah, he's not. But hey, Turk, Turk, why, but Turk didn't get not drafted. Many. Turk, that's the biggest shame of the whole draft was Turk not getting drafted, first off. And for sure. Uh, second off, the guy to me that I think is going to make a, a bigger impact than anybody probably thinks is Braden Willis. Yeah, that, that one was a steal I think that's them. a great pick for San Francisco. Shanahan loves to, to use tight ends. I mean, you can just yeah. look at his history as a coach. He's going to fit great because he loves to run block. And if you watch their offense, they're a heavy run team. I mean, heavy, heavy. So, to me, that's going to be – that's a great pick for the Niners, and it's a great place for Braden Willis to end up. Yeah, he's going to be getting mentored by arguably the best tight end in the NFL, George Kittle. Exactly. Arguably the second best tight end. The Another NFL. Oklahoma guy. Oklahoma guy, by the way. Yeah. Ada, Should have been Oklahoma. a yeah, and speaking of Eric Graham, I'm going to go back to him for a second. Uh, the Giants, they didn't sign Saquon Barkley to an extension. He got franchise tagged. So it will kind of be interesting to see what happens to Saquon this offseason. I wouldn't – I would say he would probably be back a Giant, especially if they go back yeah, to Yeah, but Barclay. wait, wait. You're not comparing Gray and Barkley, right? No, I'm not. But I'm saying this year – I'm just thinking – I didn't know you if you were saying that Barkley leaves Gray's the number one guy. I don't, I don't no, think – That's not what I was going to say. Eric Gray, especially if Saquon doesn't come back, he can be part of maybe a running back room that runs two or three guys. I and agree. It'll be a running back by committee. I I don't think the dude's going to be a superstar, but I think he has the potential to be a very solid running back too. Well, and Barkley has never been healthy for a whole year too. So Gray's going to – I mean – I think he was healthy all the He had some yeah, injuries. He was healthy for he, he most of the year. He was healthy for most – I was. I think that was just a, a few games. You don't watch NFL football. Fantasy. He missed no, a few games. Okay, it's fine. Did you have him in fantasy, Jay? I didn't have him, no, but I played. He, he was scared to pick him. Somebody want to Google it up? I guarantee you he missed a game or two last year. And I might so, be wrong. Hey, as a Cowboy fan, as a Cowboy fan, Deuce Vaughn. Are you, are you a Cowboys fan? <laughs> Finally, we don't have to go against this guy. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, a Cowboy that, fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Dallas has to go against the Eagles, so the season's over. Eagles are loaded. Dude, the, the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl. They are loaded. Yeah. At this point, you can basically cl- claim the the Eagles to be Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, that Saquon can be played 16 games last year. Really? No, I was wrong. I was wrong. Games in the season. So he missed one. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you were wrong. So as far as the free agents – or uh, unrestricted. We undrafted, had Turk undrafted. undrafted. Sorry, uh, we had Turk. Uh, into the Panthers, um, which I I don't know. I, I'm looking back on the draft. The whole Turk thing to me is so shocking. How does a guy who's is the best Touchbacks. punter in college football. Touchbacks is what I've what I've seen everywhere. What? Yeah, that, that's the main concern <laughs> with them, the outkicks coverage, and they're going into the end zone. He can't get the control down. But even then, you look at his hang time. He's I I would like someone to find me a punter that has a better hang time than Michael. Oh, well, his YouTube name is Hang Time. 
Exactly, but he's getting five seconds pretty much every single punt. Yeah. Hey, and also he's a, he's a reliable quarterback because you know Tua he has an injury history, so if they need a QB two, they have Michael Turk. What is the hey? That's yeah, that's true. What's the uh, contract distinction and difference in being drafted let le- last round versus un- unrestricted free agent or undrafted free agent? Probably set seventh round, you get some guaranteed, but undrafted free agent, you probably have to earn everything. Hey, uh, another undrafted free agent we didn't mention, Justin Royals to the Bears. C.J. Colden to the Vikings. I would not be shocked. C.J. Colden makes the Vikings. Jalen Redmond. To the Panthers. Jay mentioned him. I was shocked that Jalen Redmond went undrafted. I can say that. He should have came back. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. His injuries. Yeah, that's probably why he didn't get drafted. Yeah, I think that's part of the reason. For sure. Hey, biggest still in the draft. Who is it? Deuce Vaughn or Nolan Smith at no. Nolan, Nolan Smith. Smith at thirty. That's one of them. Do, uh, you mean Ringo in the fourth right. round? Dwayne McBride. Yeah. Keyshawn Boutte in the sixth round to the Patriots. Baker Hutchinson was he six? Yeah. Round? Yeah, but Boutte should have been a first round pick, and then all that how stuff. About, uh, how about the three defensive out. players? Hey, the but then you also had. Round. You had Will Levis, otherwise known as Bo Callahan. What is going on there, boys? Mel Kuyper, every single year, he picks one quarterback to hype up, and then they fall to the second round, and they act like they can't believe it. Drew Lockett hey, happened a couple years ago. That dude has more girlfriends than he has guaranteed money in the NFL. Dude, he has not Mel Kuyper. No, Will Levis. It was one. The other ones were his sisters. Hey, girlfriend. hey Jackson, I'm going to ask each of you to answer this. Who would you have taken, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud? Bryce Young. He's a winner. Hunter. Bryce Young. Jeremy. Traver. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. To be honest, I would have taken neither of them. I would have gone Anthony Richardson. Oh, Oh my. I would have gone Anthony Richardson. Can we camp here for a minute? Yeah. We can. Who would you – we can pick that back up when he said Anthony Richardson, he just doesn't want to win because he went six and seven. Brody. I didn't say he didn't want to. I said he doesn't. He's not a winner. He, yeah, he lost to Vandy. Mahomes isn't a winner either. Yeah. Dude, hey, Florida is a much better you can't even, than Tech. Brody. Brody, yeah. who would you compare this guy to? Anthony Richardson? Yeah, the guy you love. Closest comparison there is would be Lamar Jackson as far as athletic ability. Cam oh Newton. my! I would go more Cam Newton. He's a little. He's well, raw. He's raw. Yes, it's a risk. Yes, but the hit his ceiling is much more higher than Bryce Young. Where I don't know if I'm a team needing a quarterback, I'd rather tank one more year, get Caleb Williams next year. Agreed. I, I disagree, especially not if you're the Colts because oh, you think Anthony. You look at the you look at the Colts. Better Caleb Williams. Oh my god! No, 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 no! Wow. I'm saying, I'm saying, oh they, I'm saying in the Colts' perspective, they don't need to wait another year. They have Jonathan Taylor. They have a really. They're not going to win, Brody. No, the reason they lost so many games last year is they have Matt Ryan and Sam Ellinger trotting out there at quarterback. Okay, even then oh, the Jaguars are winning that division. line, and that's going to make Anthony Richardson look even worse. All right, hey, let's move off this. I mean, to me, Anthony Richardson 
You could go with the Russell guy out of LSU a few while back, or you could go – he could be like Steve McNair, in my opinion, who was – Jamarcus Russell is that you're talking about? Yeah. To me, you don't know. You, you just don't you know. You can't deny it. He has the ceiling to be one of the best what, Jackson? in the league. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Hunter answered I it can see me. him as a Tyler Huntley guy. That's crazy. Oh, wow. But he's That's the hey, floor. Hey, guaranteed you're going to hear right, – okay, right here. Anthony Richardson will win Rookie of the Year. Not his chance. No. no. That's not happening. Jameer Gibbs. All right, so moving on, guys. Let's move on to some college football and some OU football, and let's talk a little bit uh, about today. They get a commitment, guys. So, yeah, Grayson Harris, 20, uh, 2025, four-star wide receiver um, out of Texas. This is a, uh, a very solid pickup, and I know Hunter did the, the commitment article on Grayson Harris. He's a two-sport athlete. So, Hunter, talk to us more about uh, what Grayson Harris will bring to the table for the Sooners. Yeah, Harris is somewhat considered undersized. He's 5'10", but good thing with him is he's a sophomore. He still has two more years left in high school. So, very good chance by the time he's in Norman, he could be up to 6'1", something like that. You never know. But he's he played as a freshman at Ennis, and I think he had like 11 touchdowns as a freshman. Last year he had 10, and my what I like about him the most is him his ability in the middle of the field. Uh, he gets the ball in the middle of the field. He's hard to bring down. You can I've seen people kind of comp him to a little bit of a Hollywood. He's not that fast, but just if you guys remember Hollywood in the middle of the field, he's breaking tackles, making the defense look foolish. That's exactly what Grayson Harris is doing, and what really isn't talked about much on him is he is a two-sport athlete. He will be playing baseball at OU. Skip Johnson offered him last month, uh, beginning of April, and that was the biggest thing he said that separated OU from everyone else is that was the only school to offer him for both sports. Yeah, what do you yeah, think yeah. about him playing two sports? Yeah, I oh, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, we've seen some really good players play two sports. Brandon Jones. Brandon Jones did it. Kyler Murray did it. Kyler Murray. Well, Cody Thomas did it, and he's in big leagues now. I, I, I haven't got to watch much of Grayson Harris. I'll be honest, I haven't watched much of his film, but I saw on Twitter a comparison to Tyquan Thornton. Uh, it, could you guys say that? Tyquan Thornton? He, played, he was a wide receiver at Baylor. Uh, yeah, oh, Harris oh, yeah, yeah. is a solid player, and like Hunter talked about, is very, very good over the middle of the field. Has good speed. Uh, another good gift for Emmett Jones. I mean, you look at Emmett Jones in the past couple months, and it's been Brendan Thompson, and then Zion Kearney and uh, KJ Daniels, and he's obviously still not done in the twenty-three class. Well, it depends on how yeah. you look at it. Yeah. And then, yeah. um, but this is the second edition uh, for the Sooners' 2025 class. Kevin Sperry is in the boat. And Kevin Sperry and Grayson Harris actually have a really solid relationship, which was one of the driving factors, uh, another one of the factors in Harris coming to OU. So I think having Kevin Sperry in the boat this early uh, will be will be huge for the Sooners. Yeah, like you look at it. Go ahead. You look at it compared to like this class. Uh, this class really just started. We had a really good April class of 24. And now with Sperry in class of 25, we already have them well before we're even close to really even be needing to make moves for that class. And adding Harris is only going to make it better. 
And there's two more 2025 guys that aren't even being talked about. And DeCorian Moore, a defensive tackle out of, out of Lee Summit North, and Christian Thatcher, is that his name? Brody? I'm not you know? sure. Do you know? Is it Thatcher? Yeah. Yeah, tw- 2025 three-star linebacker. But Yeah, I oh. saw uh, Thune's crystal balls on them today. Yeah, he's had the Thatcher in one for a while, but – He's a guy that I could see potentially commit over the summer, be another 2025 guy. Is it, is it Emmett Jones or Hemmett Jones? Hemmett. Because I think it's Hemmett Jones. Hey, the other question about uh, you bring up uh, some of these guys recruiting, and uh, I know there's some other guys, but, Jay, this reminds me of something. Do you, you remember something, Jay, uh, Traves? I was – yeah, I mean, it seems like Jay said after the portal. Bradley is not in Oklahoma. After the portal. Yeah, closed, the portal's closed. Jay got a shave. Officially last night, Jay. Oh, Hunter knows, too. Hey, I'll shave my head, but Jeremy, I believe you were on the same wager. Yeah, yeah. Now, what was mine? Shave your head. No, he said beard. beard. I think mine was my beard. Are you going to shave it? Oh, yeah. Woo. <laughs> I don't know. I look like you. I may not. <laughs> Hey, at least you won't look like Jay Bald. Uh, hey, he won't There's go zero up. chance he's going to do it. That's good. He won't. Yeah, you won't. I know it. Go get them right now and do it live. Live, yeah, on the live right now. Get the shaver. Brody's right there. He can help you. Made him up. Hey. hey, hey, Jeremy brought it up. There's more guys in the 24 class with students, regardless of, you know, Jaron Bradley's not going to be on campus. Uh, <laughs> For Emmett Jones, but the wide receiver room is not done. Emmett Jones should or officially lock that up uh, pretty soon. And then the Sooners are—they're going to keep uh, being aggressive. The month of May uh, will probably be just as good, if not better, than the month of April. And the month of April was a very good recruiting month for the Sooners. So there's a lot are of you, guys that are. Are you talking um, about for Emmett Jones or the overall class? I'm talking about for the overall class. Hey, I mean, Brody Hunter, I don't know if you guys can speak on this, but a name that's been floated around a little bit is Keon Coleman, transfer wide receiver from Michigan State. Uh, anyone floating that around, I, I wouldn't take anything. Okay. In, I mean, but, yeah, but I was saying just because he was actually committed to Kansas under Emmett Jones over OU back in the yeah, day. Yeah, but OU, OU's not taking another receiver in the portal, are they? They, they – they may take another receiver. I might. I've you think that. all the receivers in the portal right now that are been made aware of. The kid from Colorado. That one, no. Yeah. And then you brought up John. I think it was John, the kid from Michigan State. He's originally from oh. Louisiana. He's going to go. Yeah, LSU. LSU. Yeah. LSU. I don't expect OU to even get involved there. Really what it seems like is – they're not going to take another wide receiver in this class unless it is the the right fit for what they want. Uh, but they are going to try to add pieces in the portal. We saw it. Jaden Davis just committed to Miami. Colin Montgomery recently transferred out of Oklahoma. So there's people transferring out that aren't really surprises transferring out. And, and they're trying to take those scholarships and bring in guys from the portal. Well, let's talk about it real quick. Is So they were over by how many last week did we decide? I, no one knows. Over by four or five scholarships. No I heard three or four. I heard three or four. They lost three last week, right? With Colin Montgomery, 
Yeah, they lost. Um, they lost three, but uh, Jamarin Burt and Damone Harmon. Yeah, so they lost three. Um, there'll probably be a couple. Well, no, no. portal's closed. Well, they, they might. Well, yeah, you can still get guys from the portal. It's just no one else can enter right now. That's so what I'm perfect. saying. So no more OU guys will enter. They, no, you could That's, see an announcement. Well, yeah, unless the university see. kind of. Yeah, it's a bit on the paperwork. Yeah, but, I mean they're looking at DB. They offered a kid from Michigan State, and they also offered a, a D two guy. They offered a D two linebacker, Connor Near. Um, I think it was like Ferris State's where he's from. Yeah, Ferris. There's just they're looking at a couple guys that they're going to look to bring in uh, to fill some scholarships and, and provide some depth for the team. But I would expect them to probably an offensive line's a position where they it does seem like they really want to add someone there. Um, especially with we saw what that second team offensive line was in the spring game. Now, granted, it was very banged up, so I don't think you can take too much from it because you had a ton of guys that will be healthy in the fall that weren't healthy. But transfer portal wise, uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. But with recruiting, there's there's a couple guys that are you're, they're they're getting there as far as making an official announcement. Yeah, uh, you want to give us some news on the big fish. Yeah, the big fish, David Stone. So uh, anyone who's been on Twitter today and follows OU recruiting in the slightest has seen the multitude of crystal balls entered for David Stone. Now, I wouldn't take too much from it because a lot of it is, I'm sure people are aware, uh, Sooner Scoop going to on three, uh, OU Insider going to rivals. And so a lot of them are just transferring their crystal balls over. And then on three guys are really starting to put in some more crystal balls, but there is a little bit to it where uh, it seems like Oklahoma has now, like they have turned the corner with David Stone's family, um, which is definitely a good sign because it kind of seemed like that was really the only thing kind of holding back from being a full Sooners lean. So right now, Oklahoma is the clear-cut leader for David Stone. And at this moment, I feel really, really good about David Stone's chances of playing in a Sooner uniform next season. Yeah, and uh, Jason, I remember whenever we were talking – I want to say a couple uh, weeks ago on a recruiting episode, whenever I said for Stone, it was the mom that really kind of wanted him out of state. That's part of the reason why he went to IMG. But it's just, it's kind of like, it was actually going to be, Stone was probably most likely going to end up a Sooner. There's too much in favor of OU. Uh, It's kind of, I would say it's kind of maybe the opposite of Colton Vosek, but I really wouldn't compare it to that. I mean, I don't know. What would you say is a fair comparison for it? I wouldn't compare it to anything. And the first thing I tell all Oklahoma Sooner fans out there is to take anything the dude posts on uh, social media besides a commitment graphic that's not occurring on April 1st to, to take all that with a grain of salt because he is going to use every official visit he could he can use because he had the – He uh, may use more than five, too. He had the, the – April Fool's. Yes, the April Fool's prank. But uh, right now – I. All Sooners fans should be optimistic, and people are going to say, well, David Hicks didn't end up a Sooner. Uh, it's, it's not like that. David David Stone, Oklahoma is the clear favorite. But right here's now. my deal with Stone, and I think I, I think me and Jackson had this talk a few weeks ago about – I was asking how many linemen, defensive linemen in this class of those five that are there's a, there's a, there's a Okay, well, but here's my – I have let – me, let me finish. Let me finish. Um. To me, David Stone, looking at David Stone in this class, is like the high-profile quarterback like Jackson Arnold. He's a, that's if, why we call him the big If he commits, I think the dominoes fall quickly. Well, And, and, and I, that's why I'm, I'm wishing they could, it, they could get a commitment from him 
sooner rather than later because I then I think it would really snowball. Well, David Stone is the type of guy to go silent. You're not going to know about it. He's going to keep trolling people all over social media. But, I mean, you bring up good points. Things would snowball. I talked to Joseph Jonah Joinier, another uh, really high-profile defensive lineman who Oklahoma is heavily pursuing, and, and Oklahoma is in a really good spot there. Him and David Stone are very close, and that's kind of the same with a lot of, a lot of guys in this class. Uh, you look at uh, Michael Patterson McDonald. Things would really snowball if David Stone made an announcement, uh, whether it be silent or not. But you brought up the the big four. We talked about it on one of our last pods. How many can Oklahoma land? And that's um, but there's a fifth now. What's the fifth? Dominic McKinley. You wouldn't. That's not in there. Dominic McKinley is still a long shot. It's good that Oklahoma. I, I'm just saying he's been. He's he, not he's the, in the, the big four. Is is Joseph? Jonah Joinier, Williams Winery, Williams Winery, Nigel Smith, and David Stone. Zadavian Sims, from what it seems like right now, and this is good news to everyone who listens to this yeah, podcast. Great all, news. A lot of us feel Oklahoma's kind of pulling the chair, if you will, with that recruitment from what it seems like right now. So they're not, you don't think they're he, – is he the lowest on the priority? Low that, on the priority. Well, yeah. Hey, Jay, uh, death, taxes, and you always questioning if Todd Bates can get these D linemen. But you're the one that I think. Hear me? Had, Hear me? What? <laughs> yeah, I believe you. You at one. You Do brought you, up the four. You only remember one thing, and you take you, it. You questioning way. Todd Bates is going to be one of the worst takes, no. almost on par. Hey, with Brody, 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 Brody. Hey, hey, almost on par with David Hicks being a Sooner. But to be fair, he's not the only Sooner fan that hates on Todd Bates. Well, we're not. I mean, wait, I'm not saying wait, Jay hates wait Todd second, Bates. Wait a second. Jackson, do not use those words. I never just hated on Todd Bates. You never I, hated him. If you guys would ever listen to a word I say, you don't. You just go up on this deep end. What? You just go up and start blabbermouthing. Going off the deep end. Blabbermouthing. Well, Jeremy, they're saying I hate Todd Bates when all I said, admit that that's all I said is, did he land the big fish he wanted to last year? Yes or no? No, he did. Okay, so how's that bashing him? I but, never said you had him, there, It wasn't him that didn't land it. It was the parents that chose for the kid. It, it, Jackson, it's all – Okay. I, Jay, chill out. I was just taking a stab at – OU's in a good spot. Another area OU's in a good spot is softball program. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't – I mean, we did a softball pod last night, but – the highlight of the weekend was Grace Green's home run on senior weekend. Uh, you heard Gasso talk about what glue she is to the program and how she's a great leader. Uh, but this team continues on the up and up. I I mean, I got to ask Jay, and I'm not hating on you, Jay. I'm just – I'm really just got to hear it from you. They losing another game? Yes. I'd still um, – Jeremy. 37 in a row and they're going to lose another one? Listen, in this – Who, Jay? <laughs> I, I, I'll still say the same teams. I think OSU or Texas in the regular season could beat them. I'm not saying they're going to. They're done playing Texas. What? They're done playing Texas in the re- – they don't play Texas anymore in the regular season. I thought they play them again. You sure? They play Oklahoma no. State. Okay, well, they could lose Oklahoma State, and then they could lose – I doubt they'll lose in the in – the Jay, are they going to lose the Big 12? Well, they did last year. They're not losing. They lost in the Big Ten. They're not losing to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's barely going to score, especially with Jay. Last year in the Big Twelve, Oklahoma State won't even score two runs all series. Why do you always bring up last year? 
Hey, why do you always bring up last year? Again, guys. Hey, wait, wait. Oh, Jay. Couple of stats for you. I covered these last night. OU made an error. First time since April 11th. Okay. OU allowed a run. First time since April 2nd. This team. The only way they're going to lose is if they make errors, numerous errors in a game, which won't happen. And if if someone just shut him out. Now, Maxwell's got the capability. Maxwell can do it. Can I finish? Maxwell has the capability, but you're not shutting this team out. I think they're deeper this year than they were last year with the sticks. Jeremy, just just last week they beat Baylor 2-0. That's not a blowout. It's a win. 2-0. Hey, they play with their food before they eat it sometime. My Listen, goodness, dude. Let man, them play around with the Jeremy, 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 do you remember on the softball pod uh, last night whenever I did my impersonation of Jay? That's exactly what he's doing right now. No, listen. Softball. Listen, I, I don't think it's fair that y'all bash me on this and on the softball because I have a take that I think it's very <laughs> difficult. How many games have you watched? What, none, hey, none. I was talking, guys. Can none. you let me finish? I think it's it's very. Jeremy, watch any games, dude. You're yeah, I watch like way more new. <laughs> Your credibility is very. Low. I watch way more new. I promise <laughs> you that. Is very low. Hey, Jay, how many games have they won in a row? A lot. Okay. <laughs> Probably twenty-seven. Thirty. Wait, but according to you earlier, you said because o- OU lost to Oklahoma State last year, no. they're going to lose. Can I? This no. Year. Can That's I? What you said? Let me just let me talk for a second. It's. To me, it's very hard to go the whole season and lose one game. It's never happened before. Okay? They're not going to just lose one game. I, I think, to me, honestly, another you've heard this a lot before in, in okay. ba- basketball and football. Sometimes a loss right before the postseason is a good thing. How, how, I'm not saying it would be. How confident are you that they lose another game? It, okay. The are, we the same, are we the no, same no. level of confidence as the Jaron Bradley thing where you said you No, listen. I'm no, not Brody. Bro- Jay. Let me ask you this, Jay. Just like when Tiger Woods was in his prime, are you taking the field or OU? Oh, I'm taking OU to go into to not lose another. To go undefeated, but I think they're going to lose. How how confident are you? That's what I'm asking. I, I would say right now, about a seventy percent chance they lose one more game. Seventy percent. Yeah, because I and, and it's nothing wow. against OU. To me, it's just okay. Now they went through. They've won the Big Twelve now. And the senior thing's over. To me, the chances of a letdown. Wait, to me. Did you watch Patty Gasso? I've never watched her. You think she's just going to not have the team motivated? Jay. Jay, did you hear Patty Gasso? What? Did you hear Patty Gasso? No. After senior weekend, she said these girls are just getting started. Like, they know what's in the coming around the corner at OSU. They're going to go down there and shut them out three games. I'm guaranteeing it. I guarantee they shut out all three games. I'm not going to say they're going to run roll all three shutouts. You said they were going to run roll Baylor all three games. They shut. They got one run roll. Hey, and Jason, you, you still haven't shaved your head yet that you said three months hey, ago. We can argue this all day long. There's nothing wrong with me thinking question, they can have a loss. My question Because it's you, difficult. It's difficult my, my to lose question one to game. you is who are they going to lose to? I already said OSU. OSU is what he's saying. But if, hey, so so you're let's let's talk about bigger things. Are they going to sell Memorial Stadium out next year? I say yes. You think they'd get 85000 Yeah. For yes. Game, yeah. Yes. I think 100%, so. Jay. I think so, too. I'd be there. Really? Oh, crap. Oh, crap. I'd you go. Would, 
Hey, do you think they'll do it next year? They will. I think they will. Love Field. Is it Love Field, the new stadium is what it's called? It it holds 4,000. Which is almost triple to what they hold now. Yeah, they need – 4,000 honestly seems like it's not enough. I think they could put 10,000 in some. That's about what OU gets in the basketball arena. That's about what Porter Moses drawing in the basketball arena. Uh, Hey, I didn't say four. Jeremy, I didn't say four. Hey, speaking of – What would you say? 4,000. Hey, let's talk OU baseball real quick. They had, you know – was a bad loss on Friday night, but a must much needed uh, a series win. Um, just what do you see in the series, Hunter? Uh, in the win versus the series win. Versus yeah, uh, Friday. Uh, I think it seemed like they weren't awake. It was a early game because of the threat of weather, so they had to play at twelve thirty, and it was just a bad game all around. But they saved the weekend, won the series. You got to beat the Kansases of the world. The season, this uh, schedule is only getting tougher right now. Right now, we're entering a seven-game road stretch uh, against two top twenty-five teams this week in Dallas Baptist and West Virginia. So yesterday, great win. Yet we were hit. We didn't have a hit from after the third inning. We had we reached once. That was in the eighth inning after putting up five in the first and then one in the second and one in the third. But Hit got the job done, went eight innings, only gave up four runs. Uh, You love to see it. You love to see always the bullpen. You never know what you're going to get. Carter Campbell has been good as of late, but then Friday, uh, Kansas was all over him. So when you're able to have a starter go as long as Hit did, it's awesome. And Karsten has been – Phenomenal out of the pen as of late. Two straight saves this weekend. Uh, he had seven strikeouts last weekend against Texas. Hunter, you know what else was phenomenal this this weekend? The defense. The, the outfield defense. defense between Kendall Pettis and I think John Spikeman had a really nice play in the yeah, outfield. Yeah, Spike had a nice catch. Hey, the best I've seen of the year. And what then, was the better catch, Riley KP. Boone or Kendall Pettis? KP. Riley Boone. Was Riley Boone second on SportsCenter last night? I don't think so. Hey, Riley Boone. Hey, Riley Boone was an amazing catch. It was. Not, hey, she's a woman's sport. That's why she was not number two on Sports Center. Oh, so they don't play women's clips on ESPN. What? Riley Boone's the Jim Edmonds of softball. Yeah, that's a good comp, term. But Kendall Pettis's catch had more on the line. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great catch. I mean, that, hey guys, they're peaking at the right time, just like they did last year. I know a lot of people are like, "Ah, it's a different year," but Skip Johnson again. Compa- well, let's. I, I think we still got to wait because they just have to. They have to win every series. They have to win every I series. I agree. Yeah, that's so this, week, this weekend is this week is tough. Really, you just need to win two games total. If that's one tomorrow at Dallas Baptist. We lost to them uh, earlier. You cannot in the lose to Dallas Baptist. They are the ranked team or 16th ranked team in the country. You lose to them, but the weekend series, you got to win. Dallas Baptist games really don't, it, it really doesn't matter at this point. But, right? but they're a top 25 team. It's not like we're playing. Yeah, some. listen, Hunter, that game, yeah. if you win, it's huge for your RPI. You exactly. Need you need to win that game. But at the Who's same going? time, who's pitching that game? I don't know. I think. 
I would think Harrison would get the start and Carson get a good chunk. Bullpen's getting better. What about Kale Davis tomorrow? Tomorrow get a good I don't I don't know what's happened with him. Like I I really don't know. I'm not gonna speculate on it. It is just weird on he kind of gets moved to the pen and then we don't see him. Which I think he would be good out of the pen because that that was wasn't his problem as a starter. He was able to go through the order one time through against except for Stanford where they put up like eleven on him or seven, however many runs it was. And then it was after the second time through when teams were starting to figure out what he's throwing and getting hits uh, in bunches off of him. So it is weird to not see him really at all. It's been a bit. And West Virginia on the road, they're, I think, the updated rankings, the 12th ranked team in the country. Uh, There's somewhere up there. What, Jay? It's hard for me to believe they're that good in baseball. Yeah, I, they were solid last year. They were a good team. They were a tough one to beat in the Big 12 tournament. And then now they're the number one team in the Big 12, 12th in the country. So you really need to win two of them. If you don't, you don't. Uh, as as You can afford to lose some of these games, like lose the series this weekend if you're able to come out next week at Gonzaga and get the sweep. You have to sweep Gonzaga next week if you're going to drop a few of these ones. Is Gonzaga even good? Not this year. They they made the tournament last year. They were a good team last year. This year, they're well below 500. Yeah. I mean, Hunter, just like you said, they have to find a way to win these series against these teams that aren't as good at, as them. And really, it's coming down to that time of the year where we've seen Skip Johnson be able to deliver – several times so we'll see if this year's team can have have some sooner magic and make it happen again yeah we got easton carmichael back that's great to see yard uh, pinch it big day for the carmichaels on saturday just cool all around darby throwing out the first pitch to easton Braden getting the win on the mound and then easton getting a pinch hit home run uh and had another solid game he got on scored yesterday from first Really nice play. And uh, I don't know if you guys were watching the bases yesterday. It was for a good cause, go Mitch, go, but. Powder blue. It was too slick. Uh, Spike was out sliding over the bag. Kendall Pettis slid in face first and literally slipped and slided over the bag. Was lucky to get back. That was just how bad of a pickoff attempt it was that he was able to get back onto the base. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey, guys. Yeah. Traber's going to do a little Traber trivia, uh, something that he's going to ask one question of you guys, OU football trivia, okay? Uh, we'll call this section, session a little Traber trivia. Okay, uh, hey. So Wait, so all opportunity to answer. Nobody yeah. can hey. look at We're searching it on. Listen, no one look it up. Oh, okay? I'll hold my phone right here. Hey, guys, I know the answer, but we got our picture taken with Jerry Schmitty, uh, Coach Schmitty, uh, at the spring game. Got in there. Guy was a, a man, dude, a beast. Uh, Traver's got a question for you guys. Oh, you football trivia. Th- this will be multiple choice, too. So you no, know. don't give him multiple choice. No. No. No, no multiple choice. All right, all right. Which university has sooner strength and conditioning coach Jerry Schmidt not won a national championship with? 
Texas A&M. 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 Is that, is that it? It's not. Texas A&M he did a&m hasn't won a national championship yeah i didn't think so either they haven't i mean maybe they bought one but that doesn't count unless they're counting it with another sport but hey outside of a&m name the other one i don't even know where he was at before a&m we had nebraska before but they would have won if he was OU. i would say kent state Yeah, that's the safe pick, Jay, because everyone goes to there. Graver, what is it? It's Tennessee. <coughs> no, he's at Tennessee. Uh, can we do another question? Was he at Florida? Yeah, he was at Florida. Yes. Graver, let's, let's get another question. Come on. One more. I don't need a phone to ask a question, though. I got some off the you top. Don't know, the A and M Aggies winning a national. Ask us one, bro. I I know. I, okay. <laughs> They haven't won it in a like a major sport Wait. for sure because I've seen their message boards on the we haven't won a championship since the fifties and that doesn't even count. Like they won one with the best recruiting class of all time. That was their national championship. Oh, that's true. With eighty million dollars in nil to go around. Let's see. What's the next question? Jeremy says he has questions. On- Jeremy, what's the next question? I mean, Jay will probably. I have to think of a year for you guys because. It's gotta be recent. It's gotta be recent for you guys, but okay. Well, I have a question that I can ask that will it could trip some some of you guys up. We'll see. Please. All right. Who was the last special teams player to score a touchdown for OU? Special teams player? It would have been on a fake field goal. Zach Schmidt. There you go, Zach Schmidt. Okay. Zach Schmidt. When was the last kick return touchdown? It was Joe Joe Mixon. Was it? Yeah. Alex Ross, maybe. No, it was Mixon. It was Joe Mixon. The last punt return was D.D. Westbrook. It was a long time. Jeremy, do you – Traver, you got one? Yeah. Traver's looking one up, but I'm going to ask No, because he told me to do one from the 1990s. Oh, my. I don't know if they'll know one. What? You want no one from the 90s? Hey, I just want to ask this of Jackson only. Uh, what linebacker, one of the greatest ever, wore number 11, Jackson? Teddy Lehman. Okay, just checking. Yes, okay, okay. I knew everyone else would. Of course. What quarterback, what quarterback, is this trivia or is this like obvious? Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. He's got one. I don't think this answer's right. I got a real quick question, then Traber can go. Name me a quarterback, really good player, number one at OU. That's what his question is. That's what my question is. I know one. Wait, wait. That's really your question? question? Number one. I was going to ask that. It's obvious. No, he was going to ask which Which former former Sooner never wore number one. Oh, okay. That's a good question. Come on. Which 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 former Sooner? Bobby Warmack? Danny Bradley, what? JC Watts or Dean Blevins? He's basically asking <laughs> Dean Blevins, baby, the goat. Dean, I'm going with Dean. I don't think Dean ever wore number one. <laughs> hey, Jay, can you think of someone in the Gary get uh, the John Blake era? Uh, let's see if they can. Jay, you'll get this, guys. John Blake era quarterback wore number one. 
How would they know this? Wait, what does his first name start with? Jay, do you know it? E. E. He's a left-hander. Lefty. <laughs> Eric. Yes, Eric what? <laughs> what does his last name start with? I'll give you a hint. His last name is a big-time recruit that just dropped his top five. Not just that. His last name also is the same last name as a linebacker who wore number seven. Uh, sorry, a running back who wore number seven for OU. Eric Murray. Great running back. DeMarco. I think he went to the league, guys. I, I said Eric Murray. Gerald Moore. It's Eric Moore. Moore? Yeah, you remember Gerald Moore? <laughs> no. Yeah, you, you guys aren't as old as we are. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Jay, Jay, who's this recruit that dropped their top five? I don't even know what I was saying. Hey, um, I think I was thinking Mitchell is what I was saying. Uh, Eric Mitchell. Hey, before we end the pod, I got to go back real quick. He played for the Detroit Lions. I'm not Mitchell. Okay, yeah. We all know the GOAT is Paul Thompson, dude. (laughs) Paul Thompson was a good player. Went receiver to quarterback for OU. So, what, Jay? What are you getting ready to say? I, I'm still kind of perturbed about this the women's softball, about me saying they're going to lose a the game. They, they, I, I don't know why you're always you're picking the post to beat OU. No, beat OU. no, I'm not. It's just to talk into a brick wall with you, Jay. Just don't start this. Why? Why do you always sit with your hand on your head like this, Jackson? Are you doing this right here like this one? <laughs> Huh? It, it, it's Jay, only Jay. So you won't have any hair. Jay, this. We're, we're we're giving you a chance, Jay. You, you have already gone on on record on record here of saying a seventy percent chance they're going to lose another game. Are you sticking with that high of a percentage? Listen, uh, just answer the question. <laughs> Let me yes know. or no. Yes, but I think they will win the world. They will three peat for sure. They're going to three peat, but I think they're going to slip up and lose a game. That's just my opinion. He thinks the post. that doesn't mean you they're think a bad team. OSU's beating I, OU basically. I think oh, a t- one team will beat them. Well, they're going to lose. Kansas or TU? They're going to lose another game. Kansas or TU? Because that's the only they're other teams they got. Besides He's muted. Team. Look at him. You're muted, Jeremy. Jeremy. Talk. You're muted. Oh, it's because oh, someone yeah. called them. Someone called me. Oh, there you go. Anyone, now we can hear you. Anyone who watches our podcast also needs to go check out our site. We have a, a merch for um, our new merch out till May 7th, but they need to have a bingo card. And every single time you can have the bingo card, you can just go ahead and check it before the pod, pod starts. Will Jeremy's mic not work or he'll get muted in the middle of the pod? And on that same bingo card, we the word kind of for every time that you guys say that. Dude, we could do live betting odds uh, for fundraising. There you hear it, guys. Thanks for listening today. Boomer. Boomer. Boomer.